The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now we're joined by Kathleen McNamee, uh, who is digital producer and off the ball and host of the Koi Gig podcast. Kathleen, good morning. Morning, Pat. Now let's talk uh, rugby first of all. Uh, Ireland did the business comfortably uh, against Tonga, even though they were bruisers. Yeah, I mean, you saw the size of that Tongan squad when they came out and were lining up for the national anthems and there was a little bit of worry around the place, especially with South Africa coming up next week in terms of injuries. But as you say, pretty comprehensive win, 59-16. The big news over the weekend as well being Johnny Sexton breaking Ronan O'Gara's points record. Um, You could see he looked pretty happy with himself when he ran over for that try, although he did say that he thought he'd done it with the kick beforehand. and that he was just happy to score but I don't know I feel like there was definitely a little part of him that was like this is a great way to yeah. mark it um, Now we head to Paris for the match against uh, South Africa and uh they were pretty impressive against Romania. In fact, it was almost embarrassing. Yeah, it was a little bit. 76-0 win for them at the weekend. It was a tough watch, I have to say. In a weekend where like some of the smaller nations did actually put in some great performances, I mean, that result Fiji, Fiji got against Australia was class. The try that Portugal scored against Wales as well, the no-look mm-hmm. try, was pretty impressive. But uh, a tough day out for Romania. I don't really know how you pick yourself up and go after that. Is interesting as well. So obviously we've played them too and we did let them concede against us. So it kind of sets everything up well for next yeah, weekend. But I mean, the try that we conceded uh, against Romania in the first couple of minutes of the game was almost an accident, you know. And yeah. If they hadn't got that, they were what? They'd have three points on the board. Yeah, yeah, it did have a strong feeling of us maybe just not being entirely with it in the first moments of that game. Um, I think it was more that it shocked mm. us into a bit of action. Now, more Eng- than England else. made heavy weather of Japan. Yeah, they did. I mean, there was a long time where that game was very, very tight and you thought that maybe this could be an opportunity for Japan to do a number on them. Eventually, though, England did pull away 34-12 winners there. Uh, Owen Farrell will be back next week for that game, so it'll be interesting to see how he comes into the team, where they play him. Will they? Uh, George Ford has done remarkably well for them so far and I think has kind of kept them in with a lot of his kicking game. Um, so yeah, going to be interesting to see how he does when he comes back. Uh, now, in the Premier League, uh, Arsenal beat Ever- Everton 1-0, which uh, breaks the jinx for them um, that they uh, suffered always when they played Everton. But what about Man United losing to Brighton? Uh, Brighton are you know, playing very well, so it shouldn't be that much of a shock, but more the response of going, what, two down from United was a bit wishy-washy. Yeah, uh, another extremely tough day out for Manchester United. I think, like... I was saying this earlier on Off the Ball this morning, like Manchester United and Brighton. Brighton are like the antithesis of everything that Manchester United are at the moment. You know, there's a young team there. Deserby is bringing in brilliant players. You know, he brought on Jao Pedro, he brought on Ansu Fadi, like two 21-year-olds, and trusted them to finish out the game against United. You look at the United team, I just don't see where the young talent or the young players coming through there. I don't really see the trust in the manager in his players and there's been so much off-field stuff that it just feels like there's a a stink around the club which has been there for so long and we had it initially with the Ronaldo stuff and then he left and he thought you're going to get rid of it but it just uh, it doesn't seem to be going away anywhere soon and I suppose the question we'll have to be started to ask in the next while you know is Eric Ten Hag the right person there you don't feel like he's the sort of manager that has come in and say like with Arteta when he came into Arsenal he had a few dud seasons alright but you could kind of see what he was trying to do and obviously it's been quite successful last season and hopefully will be this season too I don't get the sense that that's happening 
under Ayrton Hag at United despite the money that they have spent. You know, you don't really see the who's the new Marcus Rashford coming through at that side there. OK, so we've uh, Arsenal and Tottenham and Liverpool on 13 points, but of course Man City, uh, West Ham had a little bit of a glimmer of hope when they went one up. <laughs> a glimmer <laughs> of hope. It was extinguished then... <laughs> fairly quickly. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I think Man City are probably going to run away with the league again this year, which is unfortunate because it doesn't make for a very interesting watching as a neutral, but I'm sure plenty of happy City fans out there. Okay, at home then, uh, we had uh, Derry and Rovers meeting and drawing one all. Yeah, I feel like Shamrock Rovers will feel quite lucky that they got away with that one all draw. Um, Derry were on top for a lot of the game and then obviously they got the penalty. Sean, or Shane McElhenney, he was sent off in 84 minutes and Graham Burke scored the penalty as a result. Uh, it was a bit of a cauldron of an atmosphere, it looked like, up in Derry at that game. Um, and then also in the Women's Cup, we had Sligo Rovers making a bit of history by beating Bowes and they're into the semi-final for the first time ever. So Okay, and of course that's that big match against Northern Ireland... Uh, coming up in the UEFA Women's Nations League uh, that's happening on Saturday at the 23rd at uh, Aviva. Yeah, it's happening this Saturday at the Aviva at 1 o'clock. Still plenty of tickets out there. Definitely try and get some because it's going to be an entertaining affair and also really important for a qualification for the Euros. Mm. Other things over the weekend. Uh, watch the end of the Formula 1 and for once it was so exciting there were four drivers uh, really in contention for the three podium places. Uh, you had Carlos Sainz and you had Lando Norris and the two uh, Mercedes of uh, Russell and Hamilton. And as Russell pushed on, hoping to take a second place and perhaps even uh, catch Carlos Sainz in the dying moments, he ploughs into the wall. Yeah, it was a well-needed moment of excitement over the weekend. The fact that there was a new winner in the Formula 1, I think they've been losing quite a few fans over the last while with just how Donovan Verstappen has been. Yeah. Uh, in the golf, what did you make of the BMW? Yeah, um, so a disappointing one for Shane Lowry, who was looking to defend his champion trophy there. So he finished joint 18th on 10 under. Uh, he had a quadruple bogey on the 17th, which is probably not how he wanted the day to go. Uh, McElroy was interesting he looked like he was completely down and out and then kind of resurged again um, and he had because he had just made the cut on Friday it wasn't by any means a comprehensive performance of him but then on the last day he did come back up a little bit uh, and he finished and tied for 7th place but it was actually Ryan Fox it was quite a dramatic end between himself and Hatton trying to get that final one but he managed to just get it with one shot victory All right, very good uh, Kathleen thank you very much for joining us uh, Kathleen McNamee from Off The Ball The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.